You're listening to Al Pastor, the show that helps you love God, love your neighbor, and eat more tacos. I'm your host, Pastor Brian. Welcome to the show. Well, hey there. I'm uh, having a marathon of podcasts, but that's okay. And uh, what I want to do is just, uh, again, I'm putting a bow on Exodus 13, at least the first half. So we're covering the uh, law of the firstborn. So that's Exodus 13, 1 through 2, and then 11 through 16. But I've got to tell you that Jesus Christ is the ultimate firstborn. This all points to Jesus. And so what we've been reading, what was required for Israel, is true for every single believer in Jesus Christ. You and I, who have put our faith and our hope and our trust in him, we have been redeemed And we have been redeemed by the very Son of God, the firstborn of the Father. Did you know that the Bible calls Jesus the firstborn over all creation? That's found in Colossians 1.15. In fact, Revelation 1.5 calls Jesus the firstborn from the dead. Now, this is not in the sense that Jesus is not eternal or co-equal with God as if somehow the Father gave birth to him. But what it does mean is that Jesus is God's special and unique son, the first of all of his sons and daughters that was to be raised from the dead. Now, the amazing thing is that in order for God to redeem us, God offered his firstborn son. Isn't that what John 3.16 says? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have or inherit everlasting life. And so he was offered up not to be redeemed, but to be the Redeemer. I love what Romans 8.32 says. It says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also freely give us all things? We have been redeemed with the greatest price, the biggest price tag of it all. Redemption always requires a payment. And you're either going to pay it yourself or you're going to allow God to pay it on your behalf. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So who's paying your fine? Are you going to let God do it? And he has graciously done that through providing the Redeemer. I love what First Peter 1.18 and 19 says. It says, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but by the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. And so when the Bible talks about the redemption that is found in Jesus, it always emphasizes the costliness of that redemption. The blood is always, the cross is always attached to that. And so one of the things that we need to take away from this is that we no longer belong to ourselves. This is the idea that's embedded in Exodus 13. It is the acknowledgement of God as our Father. We belong to God. And so in Exodus, redemption was closely connected with consecration. So the purpose, the point of being redeemed was to be set apart for the service of God. Now, 
throughout the Old Testament to be consecrated, to be separated. They would do this with the elements of the temple, like the bowls or the tongs or different things. You would you would consecrate an item and you would set it to the side, and that meant it is ready for usage. And this is what God does with us. This is the same truth that's found in the redemption of, of, of Jesus. The Bible says that you are not your own. It says that you are bought at a price. That's in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, and goes through 20. And so this price that's been paid for us, it's been paid by God himself in the person of Jesus Christ. And guess what? We belong to him. Everything we are and everything we have belongs to him. Our time, our money, our bodies, our talents, everything is his. The question is, is are you walking in that? It was so costly to God. Our redemption was costly. And in a way, it is costly for us as well because it demands everything that we have. But it is also a source of our security. This is, this is how we receive hope. And, and the doctrine of redemption has another thing that we can draw out of this, like practical application. The Bible says in Romans 8.29 that Jesus is the firstborn of many brothers. And it also describes us, the people of God, as his church of the firstborn. That's found in Hebrews 12.23. This means that everybody who has been redeemed in Christ belongs to the family of God. And so the purpose of this redemption is to include us into the family. We're adopted in, aren't we? Children of the Heavenly Father. And, and listen, there is no higher privilege than to be a child of God through the redemption process and sonship. This is a beautiful thing. He calls us as well later on in the scriptures a royal priesthood. We belong now to royalty. And we should know because we have received a message from a faraway place. We are receiving it way back here in Exodus. And this assures us of who we are and what God has intended for us. We belong to him. Jesus and God from the foundation of the world had this planned out. We were in his thoughts. We were in his purpose. We were in uh, in his plan from the very beginning. And God is working this out. He wants to restore us. He wants to bring us out from Egypt. He's already done it. And so what are we waiting for? I hope this helps you point to Jesus Christ, our ultimate redeemer. You have been redeemed. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Al Pastor with Brian Overturf. If you found value in this, please subscribe and get updates. Most places podcasts are available. We're right here on Anchor FM through Spotify. Also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode. Until then, we'll see you later. <laughs>